Hello, everybody. Good Saturday morning to you. My name is Steve Hutto. Welcome to my podcast. I do like to jump on every now and then and just talk about the things of God, talk about the Word of God. And this morning, I'm going to be looking at the first psalm, the very first psalm, verses 1 through 3. And we're going to talk about how to be blessed in what you do not do. How to be blessed in what you do not do. But just, uh, uh, I'll do that in just a few moments. But let me, as I always do, tell you about Harvest Missions. That is a nonprofit missions organization that Connie and I founded some time ago. And we're reaching into the nations of India, Honduras, the Dominican Republic. And uh, God has blessed. Uh, God told me in 2011 to make my prayer that he would cause Harvest Missions to flourish for his glory. And that's what it's all about. It's about the glory of God. It's about the Great Commission. It's about encouraging the body of Christ in other nations of the world. Um, Of course, sharing the gospel, preaching, proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ, and also working with ministry teams and staff and people in other nations to train them to minister unto the Lord and to people. Sometimes I work with worship teams. Sometimes I work um, with leadership teams. Uh, always preach the gospel. We go to churches and preach. We go into homes and visit people. We have adopted a village about two and a half hours out of the city of Concordia. It's called Concordia, out of the city of um, Tegucigalpa. And uh, we have children for sponsorship from this uh, little village. And listen, for more information, simply visit visit www dot harvestmissions.org. That's harvestmissions.org. Please pray for us. But this morning, I want to talk for a few minutes about how to be blessed. I usually don't always entitle my messages, but I think it's this is the not only the title, but you know the theme, the gist of what I want to talk about, and that is how to be blessed in what you do not do. So we're going to look at the first Psalm, Psalm 1, verses 1 through 3, where the psalmist writes this, Blessed is the person who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of scoffers, but his or her delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law, that's the word of God in, in a New Testament sense, in his law, this person meditates day and night. In other words, he or she is a radical. They're fanatic. They're sold out. And verse 3, he or she will be like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither, and in whatever he does, he prospers. So how to be blessed in not only what you do, but what you do not do. And you know, many of God's blessings that begin with the the, the truth and the, well, really the moment that we receive Jesus into our lives, into our hearts. But the blessings come as a result of knowing Jesus. Many of God's blessings, his favor, his promises in the word of God that are all available to us when we learn this word and we pray it, we confess it, we learn to apply it in particular specific situations as well as in a general sense in our lives. And Many of those promises are available to us, but they are conditional in that we have a part to play in it. 
And really, our part is to learn, to believe in, and to, to pray, confess the Word of God, to live by the Word of God. And as we learn the Word of God and grow in the grace and the knowledge of Jesus Christ, we appropriate, we receive the promises into our lives and the blessings uh, and into the lives of our family members as well. So many of God's blessings are conditional. And so to ensure that we receive God's blessings, we have to walk according to His Word. But God also blesses His people according to what they don't do as well. Remember, blessed is the person who does not. We're going to talk about that. But three things, according to what I just read, this short passage in Psalm 1, three things we must not do to be blessed. Number one, we must not walk in the counsel of the wicked. Number two, we must not stand in the path of sinners. And number three, we must not sit in the seat of scoffers. Now, that's three things that we must not do to walk in God's blessings in just the first three chapters of the very first psalm. I'll probably just get to the first one. and uh, But in a general sense, we must not walk, stand, or sit in certain places, or we will miss out on some of the blessings of God. Let's talk about the first one. I'll just call it number one. We must not walk in the counsel of the wicked. Again, the very first part of uh, Psalm 1, verse 1, blessed is the person who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked. I want to look at two words, counsel. The second word is wicked. When we look a little deeper at these words as translated from the original language, we get a clearer picture of what the psalmist is saying and what the Holy Spirit is saying to us today in our current times. So the word counsel from the original Hebrew, simply means advice. It means advice. Blessed is the person who does not walk in the advice of the wicked. By implication, it means plan, P-L-A-N. Blessed is the person who does not walk in the plans of the wicked. Another word is advisement, of course, counsel, and purpose. Blessed is the person who does not walk in the purpose of the wicked. Of course, when you walk under and in the advice and the advisement or the plans or the purpose of the wicked, you are walking in a direction that opposes God. You're walking according to the Word. So that's counsel. Uh, I mean, you're walking according to the Word of God, which is against the flow of this world. Now, I want to look at the word wicked as well. And from the original Hebrew, the word wicked, wicked <laughs> means morally wrong. Blessed is the person who does not walk in the counsel, the plans, the purpose of the morally wrong. Man, you see a lot of that going on in the world today. Concretely, it is an actively bad person. Blessed is the person who does not walk in the counsel of an actively bad person or actively bad people. 
This word wicked also means the condemned, the guilty, the ungodly. Blessed is the person. Blessed, happy, uh, is, is doing well. Is, is enjoying the favor of God, the person who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly or the wicked, or it simply means the wicked man that did wrong. The wicked man that did wrong. So I want you to understand that not only are there certain things that we must do in order to walk in the blessings of God, but there are things that we must not do in order to work in the blessings of God. We see our nation so far, as far away from God as she's ever been in all the history of the United States of America. We see it all over the world, and you can see all over our nation that many of the blessings of God that were once were upon us are not there anymore from our leadership on down. We see leaders making decisions that that just do not make common sense. We see leaders making decisions that are more based on a political uh, uh, preference than, you know, uh, common sense, than, than decisions that literally are made in wisdom. And so many in this country and in the world today, in these current times, these last days, are walking in the counsel, the advisement, the plans, the purpose of the wicked. Now, I said I'm going to camp on this first one in this session, and I will, but the counsel of the wicked, simply stated, is the spirit of Antichrist. What is the spirit of Antichrist? It's the devil and all of his forces and the fact that he exists to oppose God and those who were his, and anything that is done by God and his people. That's the spirit of Antichrist. He's been at work uh, since man fell, and he's really been at work since Jesus broke the power of sin over all mankind. And as the days grow, and we get closer and closer to the return of Jesus, which I might as, uh, add is a glorious event, things are going to appear to get worse and worse because the spirit of Antichrist is, uh, is not holding back anymore. We see that. So the counsel of the wicked is the counsel of Antichrist. It's not the, the man, the Antichrist. He paves the way for the, the Antichrist to come, but the spirit of Antichrist is that spirit that opposes God. And, you know, James said, I believe, that the, those who become friends with the world make themselves enemies of God. And so to go with the counsel of the world or the wicked is to go against God. That's the spirit of Antichrist. Let me give you an example. Some of you, I'm, I might make you nervous, nervous. I might step on your toes and I might make you mad. You might not want to listen or watch me anymore. But Hollywood is controlled and fueled and rooted in the spirit of Antichrist. You say, oh man, there's a lot of good movies out there that have a lot of good morals. Yeah, along with the sex, the profanity, along with uh, uh, taking the Lord's name in vain and things like that. That You could say, well, there's some good movies, and there are some good movies out there, but most of them are made by Christians. The, the spirit of Hollywood is the spirit of Antichrist. It promotes violence, uh, illicit sex, and I could just go on and on. Now it's blatantly satanic. 
satanic worship in a lot of these movies and a lot of these shows, a lot of these entertainers. So the spirit of Antichrist is really the spirit of Hollywood and vice versa. The mainstream media, and really, I guess I could say the media in general now, is controlled by the spirit of Antichrist. How how do you say that? Well, all of these that I'm mentioning, and some I won't be able to mention because of time, uh, oppose the sanctity of life. They oppose the sanctity of marriage. They oppose... Uh, the marriage between a man and a woman, which is clearly stated in the Word, and it's stated by Jesus in the Word. And if you are a true Christian, you stand on those principles, not to make anybody mad, but that's because what you that's what you believe, and you believe that what Jesus said is the truth, and you believe that if he said he's the way, the truth, and the life, and no one can come to the Father but through him, then you stand on what Jesus said because you believe in Jesus. So people who walk in the counsel of the wicked receive, embrace, and emulate the counsel of the wicked. A lot of what you see through various forms of media, because media is so effective nowadays, positive and or negative, but the the things you see going on are, are, are fueled by the spirit of Antichrist. Satan infiltrates... He's infiltrating our public schools now and even some of our private schools so that he can begin to indoctrinate young people in the things of the counsel of the wicked, which is the spirit of Antichrist. Now, I could go on about this and everything, but, you know, if if you have any common sense, first of all, if you're a Christian and you have any common sense, you can see what's going on in the world today and you can also see and observe, you can listen, you can feel, you can sense that Jesus' return is imminent. His coming back for his church is imminent, and we need to be ready. You know, I would be a, a lousy minister of the word, a lousy minister of the gospel. I would be a lousy short-term missionary pastor if I didn't tell you the truth of what's going on and that the answer is Jesus Christ. Oh, that sounds old-fashioned. Well, he's the Ancient of Days. He lives forever. He will live forever. He's been around forever. He's the only way to the Father. And especially in these times, in these last days, we need to call on Jesus Christ in the midst of all the stuff that's going on. Receive him into our lives if you don't know him yet, and receive him as your Savior, and walk in his peace Walk in his strength and his joy and be vessels. That's why you're called. Be vessels of the power, the authority, the manifestation of his power, his gifts, signs, wonders, miracles, the manifestation of the reality and, and, and the, the truthfulness, genuineness of his word. God uses people like you and me who have surrendered their lives And so many people today in the world, they're afraid if they stand on the principles, they will stick out, they'll be ridiculed, they might lose a job, they might do, I mean, you know, there's all kinds of things going on in the world today. But the question, it comes down to this question, do you really believe God is powerful enough to protect you in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation? Do you or do you not? I pray that you do. Man, our God is powerful. Our God is eternal. 
Our God has already won the victory, and it's being played out in these last days, and we will see the victory completely manifested. Those who endure to the end and stand with Jesus, stand upon his principles, believe that what he says is true, and what he says he will do. Man, I'm telling you what, it's exciting to to serve Jesus. Let me just share a scripture or two or a passage or two, and I'll close. Romans chapter 1, uh, verses 28 through 31, really verses 18 through 32, talk about what's going on, what's been going on, how the Antichrist is at work, and how people um, receive his work, they embrace his counsel. Uh, check out Romans chapter um 12, I mean, excuse me, Romans chapter 1, verses 18 through 32. But now I'm just going to read verses 28 through 31. And just as they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them over to a depraved mind to do those things that are not proper. People having been filled with all unrighteousness, wickedness, greed, and evil, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, and malice, their gossips, slanders, haters of God. Man, that's there's a lot of that going on. Insolent, arrogant, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, parents without understanding, untrustworthy, unfeeling, and unmerciful. Do you see that going on in the world today? I do. And then let's read the whole thing here. Psalm 1, again, 1 through 3. Blessed is the person who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He will be like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in its season. Man, that's critical for a believer to bear fruit at the proper time. You know, Jesus cursed a fig tree because it did not bear fruit at the proper time. And so, and its leaf does not wither, and in whatever he does, he prospers. So now, let me just close with this. We need to understand that there are things we must not do just as important as there are things that we must do in order to walk in the blessings of God. The psalmist tells us clearly about that. In the next couple of sessions, I'm going to look at number two, which is we must not stand in the path of sinners. And the third one he mentions here in Psalm 1 is we must not sit in the seat of scoffers. Well, that's it for today. If you will, check out Harvest Missions at harvestmissions.org. Thank you so much for joining me. Have a great rest of your weekend. God bless you. 